everyone Bedmothers, this is Biz. I wanted to make sure everyone had heard the great news that Oscar Thorne has arrived and Teresa is doing wonderful as our Jesse and Simon. Yay! I also wanted to let you know that in anticipation of new babies, we are shifting to two episodes a month in November and December. We will release them every other week and we'll be back to our weekly schedule in January. Till then, remember, you are doing a great job. This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about birth control and speak with I Like Beer and Babies blogger, Julie. Woo! I think we're finally nailing the harmony on that. Yeah, that was that beautiful. Was really good. It was music to my ears. Coming up next, the One Bad Mother album, where we do all the classics. <laughs> it's uh, just like a bunch of different <laughs> tracks of us wooing with different emotions. I like that like anybody else out there has got like a blog or a show or whatever. Yeah. like, book deal. Yeah. I'm like, maybe we should do an album. Yeah. We'll do an album. Let's do an album. People are doing albums. People like albums. It's a cool new thing that people can do. Let's do albums. Okay. Let's just sing anything. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have to be baby-related or even popular music-related. Right. It's good. It could just be us doing this. This is so fun. Rapping. Just bantering. Spitballing. Spitballing. How 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 are you? Uh, once once because I want to ask you yeah. how you are uh-huh. in terms of your pregnancy. Yeah, and it's a good place for us to remind people that yeah. by the time you hear this, uh, her I, life is over and she has a baby. Yeah, I will hopefully no longer be pregnant. But hopefully time by the time you guys this show airs, <laughs> yikes! Yeah, I'm 36 weeks. In real time. In real in time. In alternate universe time, you're 36 weeks. No, in... Oh. Well, in real time here, but in the show time. Okay, yeah. Technically, the, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Whatever. You guys will figure it out. I don't know. You're smart. It's too hard. <sighs> um, But I feel okay. Um, you're eminent. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm, I have that kind of like energy that comes with knowing that I'm at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I like, you use the word energy. Well, I I mean, I have like energy for like an hour a day. Right. But um but it's it's a good feeling knowing that I'm like getting there. Yeah, you know and you're so in the stretch. That's easier than maybe a few weeks ago, which would be where you which are. Which is right where now. I am. Which is the which crying is like, this depression is just never phase. ever going to be over. <laughs> This is just getting worse and worse. You are I mean, 32 weeks? 30, yeah, 31. Yeah, 32. It's about to be Fridays are the big day oh, okay. according to calendars. So like 31, 32 okay. weeks, whatever yeah. you want to. Depends on, again, who's emailing That's me. That's still like the final stretch. I mean, Oh, we're in the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in like nine weeks to yeah. go kind of thing, eight weeks to go. Yeah. Um, Everything hurts. Oh. Yeah. And the insomnia, the 2 a.m. insomnia has returned where I just wake up at 2 a.m. And then I just don't go back to sleep. God. Yeah. Isn't that, did you ask your doctor about it? Can, is there something they can do? No. No. They can't, it's like, it's sort of like everything else I come in to complain about. Yeah. Like, yeah this yeah. baby's always sitting on my nerves when I sit down or I like lay down. So yeah. I like, it feels weird all the time. Or, yeah. 
Ah, this is really my it really hurts. This is really uncomfortable. Ah, rah, rah, rah. She's like, pregnancy. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, basically. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, in that case, you have to sit here for 10 minutes listening to me, bitch, doctor. <laughs> you can't do it. You can do that for me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how are you? Um, I'm fine. Last week, I had a really weird experience. I went uh, for the first time to a prenatal chiropractor appointment Whoa. and to a prenatal acupuncture appointment. Wow. Um, I've done, but bo- I've been to the chiropractor before a long, long time ago and I've done acupuncture before, but I've never gone to like the prenatal, prenatal Right, right. And this, I have to say, was very different than just hmm, really. So there getting is those different. kinds of services for other things. It's like, not like the photo album called a photo album or a baby photo album and it's like a $50 difference right. just because they put the word baby in front of it. Well, it's kind I mean, it's kind of like that. Like, but I mean, but it literally is different. There is something, well, because the baby album photo and a regular photo album are the exact same photo album. Well, right. For what, I mean, for one thing, like, well, I'll just tell you yeah. how it seemed different. It was like, I mean, for one thing, I, I would normally be really uneasy about getting like adjust like getting <laughs> <Right>. adjusted <laughs> as a pregnant person or Judge. or getting or even getting like uh getting acupuncture Hoped. like just because I feel really kind of vulnerable and I yeah. like what I feel like more protective of my body sure um right now and but these people like specialize in this this is what they do okay. and so I didn't really have any like nerves about that like I right. I felt really comfortable um both of the like sessions were really nice and relaxing and like felt really good um but what I what I got out of both of them was like I just like suddenly felt like um okay here I, here I was at like the end of 35 weeks and I felt like there was so much more I should have been doing for this pregnancy oh, like know. so long ago. Do you know I what I mean? No, I know and, exactly like, what you I mean. I have to say, like both both of the professionals that I saw, I really, really liked. And I don't want to like blame either of them for like making <laughs> me feel like I needed to be doing more. But like they have all this like brochures and pamphlets and they had one one of them had like a publication that's like filled with advertisements about like natural birth related Um. like things that people sell basically and of course I flipped through it and of I don't have a placenta sack. Right. It was like, (laughs) no, it was like, there were so, I mean, there were so many things and then there were all these advertisements for like zen birthing centers where you can like go and like instead of having a hospital birth you can like go to not a home birth but you go to these like centers where they have like all the medical equipment you would need and they have all these like a team of midwives that work with you and you have like you know these lovely water tubs and like all these amazing I'm sure it costs a quajillion dollars and and your insurance insurance, there's no way yeah I don't even (laughs) so I mean it's not like something I would have done but I was like it totally okay it was the first time that I had that like like, um, you know, that like uh, weird consumerism sense of like, I, I want these things oh. about about a birth. About a, about a, a natural birth. birth. About a, like a yeah. totally un... Yeah, uh, about something that you would not associate right. with like shopping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just such a weird feeling to be like, oh, I want that. Like, why didn't I right. look into that? <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, 
so I'm sorry fine. that my phone just rang in the middle of that. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a really strange experience. That is strange. Um, but, you know. <laughs> what a relaxing acupuncture Yeah, experience. it was so relaxing. Um, how about you? Oh, yeah, and I've totally not prepared for having a baby. Oh. <laughs> Anytime soon. <laughs> like, we don't have, like... Well, you don't have, like, a house right now because you're sort of... Yeah, I know. So like, you actually aren't We really. built... We put together today the family cradle, mm-hmm. which has gone back five generations. <laughs> the haunted cradle. The haunted... It looks... I'll post a picture <laughs> for you guys. It looks like it is something, like, from the Adams family or something. I mean, it is... It looks like a haunted cradle. It looks like what you would use if there was, like, ghost baby or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's totally old school... Yeah. You know, over 100-year-old cradle that all the Ellis's have been, you know, the Ellis side of the family has all been in. It rocks. It rocks. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's actually a little more sturdy when rocking than <laughs> it's not rocking. <laughs> we were putting it together today, and I was like, oh, that's right. I didn't assemble this last time. You and my father assembled it. I just put a baby in it. Right. This time, assembling it, I'm like, this seems really unseaworthy. <laughs> Stuff is like, baby doesn't weigh anything. It's not like the baby's doing anything but laying in it. And he's right. But I'm like, gather bell, get away from the cradle. Um, so it's like literally the only piece of furniture in the house right now. Oh, that makes it even more creepy. <laughs> oh, it's totally creepy. And oh, you should see it when the, you're like looking at the baby monitor and like it's just like, Baby and creepy cradle. You just keep expecting it to start rocking at any minute on its own. Uh, it's awesome. It's a great mm-hmm. cradle. Take that. Take that, people who... Safety did, experts. Safety ex- <laughs> experts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's baby going to do? Baby can't fall out. Uh, it's not like he's in it. You know, like they're out of it like in six months or whatever. Whatever. Anyway, Just that's as long done. as you put a lot of comforters in there. Yeah, I'm gonna Lots of pillows. Pillows and comforters. Fill it with comforters. <laughs> The sleep sacks you just put over the baby's head, right? Oh, yeah. You want to cover, you want to cover, you don't want to let any. I will say, I have enjoyed not, the only plus side of not doing any serious, like, shopping for the baby this time. Mm -hmm. I I have, like, a little registry, like, I did that, you know, kind of thing, just for my own mental sake of just, like, having a list of, oh, we need this shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have, like, most of the sleep stuff, you know, like, I I know we had swaddles, you know, (laughs) we have that stuff. But, the joy of not like looking at betting this time yeah. is not reading the reviews, which like ninety percent of reviews are just arguments about how you're going to kill your baby. Yeah, anything. That's so true. Hey, oh, oh, I mean, why are they even selling like betting sets? Yeah, for babies. With, like, yeah, if it's going to kill your baby. Right. I know. Hey, so like. Again, I don't. I don't believe those things are going to actually kill your baby. Um, I don't believe anything wants to intentionally kill your baby. It's really about your child and like what works for your kid and like what you're it's doing. Only about but you wanting to kill your baby. You only want it right. But like everything would be like, you can't put your baby out of your cup. Blanket in your baby's bed. It's going to kill your baby. You can't put a pillow in your baby's bed. It's going to. You can't put a bumper in the baby's bed. The paper's going to kill the baby. You can't put a mattress in the baby. It began to get like spiraling out of control. Where I was like, but yet you want me to put it in a sack. I, I just could not, like, the first time get my head around that or, like, swaddling. I was like, you want me to wrap it up really tight? <laughs> right up to the neck? Like, seemed very odd. Uh, I promote none. I promote none of the above. Just, just naked, do whatever. Naked, naked baby. And creepy cradle. In weird haunted weird cradle. Weird haunted cradle. <laughs> Done. Generations of Ellis's. I'm fine. I'm all right. So, Good. Good. 
Let's talk about this week. Now that <laughs> now that we're in the, the, the final days yeah. of doing this to ourselves, and I believe you can go back and listen to like episode two uh-huh. or three, where we really wanted to do this to ourselves. Yeah, we thought this was going to be <laughs> you know, great. This is a really good idea. And it is, everybody. Relax. Children are a blessing. Blessings. Uh, let's talk about birth. Let's talk about how we can never, never. have another one. <laughs> let's talk about stopping this nonsense. Let's talk about birth control. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Birth control. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Did they do this to you? Like, do right? I remember birth control? Do you remember birth? Do you remember sex having it on a regular occasion enough where you needed birth control? <laughs> no, but did, did this happen to you when uh, when you first had Katie Bell? Did uh, did they come in? This is what they did to me. They came in literally the morning after I had Simon at one fourteen a.m. and we're talking about like nine a.m. the right. same day. So, so essentially, just a few hours. Later. Yeah. Coming in and saying, like, the doctor who was there and delivered him, coming in and just being like, how are you doing? That was great. Blah, blah, blah. How are you doing? Um, so do you have a plan for birth control? What? <laughs> no. No. They did, not, they did not do that to they you. Did not, I have very little memory of, like, what happened in the hospital uh-huh. in general, except being like, I feel really hot. <laughs> I feel really hot. And like the, the room they put me in didn't, like the air conditioning wasn't working. So I was like, no, no, I'm really hot. This, the air conditioning is not working. And everybody was like, you're just hot because you had a baby. I'm like, no, the fucking AC is not working. Fix it. Um, so no, no one talked to me about birth control. That's crazy. It was totally crazy. I was like, what? I was so confused. I was like, wait, what is she talking to me about? Like, so what'd what? you say? I was, I said, oh, um, yeah, well, because I had I had actually thought about it. I just wasn't thinking about it like in those <laughs> few da- like days. <laughs> right. But I had I had heard that like vaguely that you're not supposed to use the birth control pill when you're breastfeeding. Wait, well, and right, and that here I'm going to say something stupid. You don't need to, right? Yeah, uh, that's not the fact, everybody. <laughs> Not necessarily. Well, I, but we should talk about right, well, that, we'll though. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. So, okay, my, okay so, what I did in the moment yes. was I said what my actual plan was, which was to get an IUD, which was, the, and really the reason I was planning to do that is because I had a couple of friends who had had babies. Right. They had had IUDs put in after they had, had right. babies. Okay. And she was like, great. That's a great option. Goodbye. Yeah. And that was Poof. pretty, that was pretty much it. She just yeah. disappeared. Yeah. But it did make me feel That's like r- I really needed to have that together, which is kind of hilarious because let me tell you, there was really, really? no need for it for some time after giving birth. Um, however, um, I did like get the ball rolling with getting an IUD even before I started getting my period again. And I was breastfeeding. Really? Like, Simon was exclusively breastfeeding. Right. And so I was breastfeeding a lot. Like I, I wasn't getting my period because I was not ovulating. Right. I was breastfeeding a lot and I would not have gotten pregnant if, right. if Jesse and I like had sex. Like right. there's just no, 
there's no way that that would have happened during that time. But I still felt this weird pressure, like I have to get something in place. Um, And I did. And um, actually, in my case, the IUD was was not a good experience. But that's sort of a different story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like I should get into my personal thoughts on like... I just don't like things being put into my body. Yeah. I have a oh, general we talked thing. About we this talked about this a little bit time. at the time. Yeah. Because you were talking about, oh, I'm thinking about I taking ha- it yeah. out. We tried to have a baby. Yeah. I was like, wah, ha, ha, you should have a baby. Um, yeah. the, <laughs> hi, we're new friends. You should have a baby. Yeah. Um, you should take out your IUD. Your Why IUD? do you have something foreign in your <laughs> well, body? Well, I do. How's that? How's that? Not judging. Uh, so everything about to come out of my mouth may just come across totally judging, but it really isn't. I really don't care what anybody does with mm-hmm. their body because it's totally your body. But me personally, I always just felt like it just seemed like the moment I saw them start coming on the market and showing up in the doctor's offices, I was just like, to me, this seems like not necessarily a great idea for me. Like, I feel like I don't like things just floating in my body personally. Mm-hmm. And... Has it been on the market long enough to know if there are any? It's like, been on the market since like the seventies. Mm, no. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's actually it's really no, safe. It, yeah. It's actually really safe. It's very rare for it to for like, it to do anything. If it does, I mean, and they have to warn you, and they do. Yeah. Like they're like, in very rare circumstances, this right. could travel. In which case, you'd need major surgery to remove it. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't, I mean, it's, they're very safe. I know, but the joy of it happens. is that, like, you don't ever have to think about it. Well, that's the thing, yeah. It's, Which is nice. it's in there, and it's and Because I was awful at the pill. Oh, really? I was, I am, like, I'm not a video returner. I'm not a pill taker. Like, I'm not good at something that needs to happen, like, on, <laughs> like, that's totally when, my... When in your life were you on the pill? Like, I was on the pill. Like, I, I got on the pill... Somewhere, you know, like in college, you know, like uh-huh. I got on the pill around then. And then, like, I used to have, like, really bad, you know, um, I was really irregular. Mm-hmm. I was really irregular. I was irregular until I had Catherine Bell, and then I got, like, clockwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, it could could be any day of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really regular. So we had, I was on the pill, and then uh, because I was so bad at taking the pill, I kind of kept falling off of it, you know. I'd have to restart the whole thing all over again. Mm-hmm. And then my last round of the pill was uh, sort of towards a little bit before Stefan and I um, got married. And I I went to go get my prescription refilled, and they were out of my pill. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, this, this is basically the same pill. Oh, God. And they gave it to me, and I, my hormones had never been so fucked with. Oh, my God. Like, within—and it was, like, right before a big festival that I was working on, and, like, for two days— it, I was like a different person. Like I was so out of control hormonally. Like, it just did not sync with my body at all. Oh my and the only thing that was different in my life were those pills. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. this. So did you stop like mid cycle? I stopped. You were yeah. like, we just stopped. It. I just right. screw it. And I was yeah. like, sorry, condom. Yeah. So you know, condom, like we're yeah. going, we're going the condom route. Yeah. Um or the you know, like I Stefan and I were a committed relationship. I mean at that point in time. Uh, you know, with him, it was like, it was like, if we get pregnant, we get pregnant. Right. Yeah. I mean, which is not a there attitude are those that I like. Periods of your life where yeah. it's like, if, if this happens, do, this happens. We I mean, we were, yeah. you know, on that track. It's like totally. If you are seventeen, do not listen to me at yeah. all. Yeah. Um. Stay on the pill. It is important. Mm-hmm. Or make sure. But and take it every day at the exact same time. Yes, but I do believe. <laughs> I do believe very firmly in birth control. Yeah. And. 
I, so it was never like a matter of just because I was really bad at taking the pill meant that I let anything else slide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was always, are we aware of what's about to happen? Yeah. You know, let's use the condom. If not the condom. Oh, my God. This is a warning. Parents, my parents don't listen to the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so it was, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, and then the feminist in me is like, did by now we should have really had a better option for men. Yeah. Personally, for birth control. Because I always yeah. just hated, like, how much I had to think about it every day, mm-hmm. which I guess is what's but so then liberating. But your control, though. Because, like, if you leave it up to him, what if he doesn't take it? True. Yeah, yeah but I at was so bad at it. Manager. Oh, you're, okay. So. I was on it. For, this is, like, a really another really good example of our personality <laughs> differences. I was on the pill for 11 years straight. Wow. Never even off for a month, and I took it at the same time every single day for wow. 11 years. Wow. Yes, I'm that dead serious. That's so impressive. Well, I don't know if it's impressive. It's kind of weird to like pump yourself with hormones for 11 years straight <laughs> without sm- missing a I day. I smoked for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to consistently do that. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird when I went off the pill. I, I still sometimes sure. wonder if I, did I take my pill? And then I'm like, <laughs> That's so haven't crazy. been on the pill for a few years. Well, let's talk about the crazier stuff, Okay, which is the best birth control is just staying pregnant. Right. Totally. All the time. Yeah. Actually, let's go back and talk about one other crazy one. And that is the, um, I mean, I'm not, we're not going to get into the whole like, what feels better, blah, blah, you know, like the whole condom thing. Really? Like, you don't want to talk about it? No. Like... <laughs> uh, I can put a condom on. Don't be a dick. All right? <laughs> You're nobody's fucking hero. Put it on. All right? Ladies, Demand it. It's totally fine. Not a big fucking deal. And my little personal statement, if you are too embarrassed to go buy condoms, then you are should not be having sex. Oh, God. Period. Yeah. The end. Otherwise, just you, hold hands. Can you buy condoms if you're not an adult? Yeah, you can buy condoms you can. anytime. Why not? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder isn't that, <laughs> we isn't, really prepared for this show, guys. I know. Again, this is a show I'm wondering about if facts. Some, if some states won't let you buy. What? Um, uh, okay, maybe I'm totally making that up. It is condoms. I know. I think you should be able to get them. You're just filling them up with water and throwing them off the highway. <laughs> highway bridges at people, right? <laughs> filling them with shaving cream. All those condoms you see laying around in the park, that's just from a balloon fight, right? Yeah, I think so. Gross. The rhythm method, the Catholic, I call yeah, it the Catholic rhythm method this. because I was Catholic and yeah. no one ever spoke to me about it. But I did have a set of friends in college mm-hmm. who were, you know, they... Uh, did they, they do it for Catholic reasons? Yeah, Catholic reasons. Yeah, okay. they're both like diehard Catholics. Very cool. Uh-huh. They weren't like lame Catholics. Oh, really they cool. were that cool kind they of. Were, they were, they were, they were, as we were raised, we were college Catholics. Yeah, you yeah. went to the college, you know, Catholic church, you know, uh-huh. like the, the priest is always, everybody's got a guitar. <laughs> you know, everybody's got a guitar. There's yeah. a lot of birds around, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of St. Francis iconography around. They totally kept track with the thermometers, with a little calendar, with the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. They had no shame in telling me how healthy they are. A uh, sexual relationship was, mm-hmm. uh, but they stuck to that, and they the had never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using we, a calendar, figuring out what days you can you, you are ovulating and right. not having sex on those days. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, and no, this is they the were married. And they for were married. people who don't know, this is the only type of birth control that is sanctioned by the by Catholic the Catholic Church. Church. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a it's a like lot everything of work. in the Catholic and, Church. And if you're not doing it right, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I and mean, you can't. Lots, it's not, it's almost worse than the pill. You can't miss a day of tracking. Right. Or you are, by, and it's like six o'clock in the morning. Whatever right. time you've decided to start temping yourself, mm-hmm. that's it. 
for the rest of your life. <laughs> and a lot of times it doesn't. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times it also doesn't work. And so then there's just like a <laughs> lot of babies. But um, but there's a lot. There's kind of like a big movement in the direction of the rhythm method right oh. now. Not for Catholic reasons. Just in like, general. Just for for like um, there's sort of this push for like women to be more in touch with their own yeah. bodies and like the idea that like well you actually don't really need to get involved in like you know pills getting and pills and IUDs and all these yeah. things if you actually just pay attention to your body and right. you can tell like what the signs are that you're ovulating and if you're paying attention and you don't have sex during those times um you know you're going to be able to like keep yourself right. from getting pregnant which i'm kind of into as an idea yeah, no, it's great um let's talk about again let's go back to facts mm-hmm. and you cannot get the staying pregnant is the best way uh-huh. to uh best form of birth control yes because i would say it, it, oh i know what i was gonna say oh, good. i'm really sorry so on the rhythm method thing the only <laughs> thing that bugs me about it is like if you're doing it right <laughs> You're not having sex during, like, the three or four days per month when you would actually want to have sex the most. Right. And when you were—and when you're, like, scientifically the most attractive to your partner, (laughs) which I think is, like, kind of funny. Yeah, well, it's great. But it's also really helpful, too, because when you are, like, crazed trying to get pregnant— Yeah. You so know your window better. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. you don't have to rely on an app. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, which doesn't work. Really, definitely know my body work. at all. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I push this button every day. Yeah, uh, app. I guess for me, what I've learned from this last attempt at trying to get pregnant, mm-hmm. if I don't want to get pregnant, mm-hmm. try and get pregnant. Because <laughs> we if tried. Don't if I don't want to get pregnant. Get just pregnant. have sex yep. all the time. Yeah, and then I, I'll never. Yeah. It's safe. Yeah. It's safe. See, I th- all those psychological things <laughs> are right. so That's not a good form of birth control. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so fascinating because you oh, can't control it. You can't it. control any of it. And you Total have no bullshit. idea what extent to what extent it actually But like your whole attitude of like it's pretty hard to get pregnant at this point <laughs> is totally what's gonna cause you yeah, to have that kids. like random pregnancy when you're like 44, 45, and you're about to go through uh, menopause and you have like a garbage. surge of fertility. No, what's gonna happen just... is I'm gonna get pregnant like eight months after this child is born. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna that's, be that like yeah. somebody like. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, so. The so whole, that's the fear. That is yeah, that yeah, is why they come into your hospital room. Yeah, because they don't want you to have baby. They don't want my, you to think like, oh, I'm it'll be safe. fine. I just had a baby. I'm nursing. Just, I'm not, it's I'm not a baby. big deal. We just had sex this one time. Right. No, that is. This is exactly what they're trying to prevent. Is the yes, eight now months science, pregnancy? You have to be ovulating. Yes. The problem though is, it's because the ovulate. You have no way of knowing when you're going to start ovulating. Right. Right after you, after you have a baby. Like right. I think I went like. Oh, then my period came for like eight months yeah, or something. Something, like something heavenly. Yeah. I don't even remember what a period is. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> just want to say, so all this other stuff just makes up for not having a period. <laughs> but they, that doesn't mean that like you're not suddenly ovulating without knowing, without knowing that. it. Right. You know what I mean? Ovulating so, and that's happens what happens. before the period. And that's, right. Yeah. So yeah. that's what happens is that like, do, do, it's like seven months. Still, you just kind of forget. Yeah. And you're breastfeeding, right. and you're crazy, right. and then they do tell you the bullshit about you can't get pregnant while breastfeeding. Yeah, I had somebody tell it's my. It's very hard to get pregnant while breastfeeding, but it's still possible. It's still possible because you're that's <laughs> not about ovulation. Yeah, breastfeeding has yeah. nothing to do with yeah. ovulating. Yeah, with your eggs, it's 
totally separate. Don't get me wrong. There's hormones. There's all kind of shit. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, if you're ovulating, right. you can get pregnant. Yes. The end. Yeah. So don't let anybody, like, I mean, I know people who started their period three months later while breastfeeding. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just don't know. Right. You don't know. Right. So that is bullshit. Yeah. It is totally, I know too many women who have that, like, eight, nine-month separation. So what are you going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I don't know. We've talked about, Stefan has joked, about, not joked, but I mean, there's some of it's joking, some of it's not. Uh, we've talked about just tying him up. Oh, yeah. Uh, after this baby comes. Yeah. Just being done with it. Mm-hmm. Or, which I'm fine with. Cause I mean, is, like, he, my name, is he up for that? Like, yeah, yeah, that was his suggestion. Oh, he was, was like, we could just tie me up. And I was like, yeah. great. Another, there, and then I've, you know, I've thought about going ahead and having my tubes tied or whatever as well. But then, like, part of me feels like, <laughs> for as much as I'm, like, pro-drug me during this pregnancy, yeah. like, take me to a hospital, I do not fear medicine i got fear the medical world you know what i mean yeah. there is something about like you know the pill or you know like iud's or yeah. tying my tubes like going in and having this extra procedure done yeah to when stop something when it's elective uh-huh. to stop something natural happening in my body uh-huh. i know it's so weird that i'm like i don't want the That's natural really in my body yeah. and then i'm like i don't want to feel shit during this pregnancy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know i know it's very i'm like no, I think it's, it's totally fascinating. No, it's not messed up. Um, it's totally fascinating. The, but if he wants to get his tubes tied, I, I, I'm totally fine with that. Uh-huh. At the same time, uh, still part of me, it's like, well, it really just closes the door. I know. Not that I want another child. Well, that's what I'm wondering because there's, because like. There, but there's something psychological about the whole birth. I mean, like, yeah. birth control. Like condoms and uh, the pill in particular. Yeah. Both of those, you can pretty much curtail. Anytime. Anytime. Right. And you're pretty much on track to have a baby, I mean, to try and get pregnant again. Doesn't mess you up too bad. But there's something about tying it all up, putting it away for good. Yeah. That's major. Which is pretty major. And like... But here's a question for you. Yeah. Is there any part of you that kind of wants to leave the option open to like accidentally get pregnant one more time? Yeah, because like, it's fucking crazy. Doesn't that make it like easier? Because yeah. then you don't have to deal with like sh- making the decision that we're gonna have another baby, right? And, like, just dealing with that decision, a, yeah. And you don't have to deal with trying. It's like it's so oops. horrible. Isn't that horrible? It but is it is horrible. there is some truth to that, right? Like yeah. you can decide we're done, and then oops, oops. <laughs> Look, okay. look for One Bad Mother, episode 72, <laughs> entitled, Oops. <laughs> God help us. This is probably the most unhelpful, I know. uninsightful the uh, topic we've ever covered. The movie one now somehow has moved up on the ranks of beneficial, worthwhile episodes. I'm Jesse Thorne. Every week, Bullseye features in-depth conversations with the creators of culture, the people who make the best music, films, television, books, whatever. You'll gain new insight into all-time greats like Dolly Parton, Judd Apatow, and Lily Tomlin, and you'll hear from up-and-comers you'd never have known about otherwise. It's a show about finding the good stuff in popular culture, the stuff that changes lives. It's Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. 
Hey, you know what it's time for? This week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa. Yes? Genius. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I took my own advice, and I asked for encouragement when I needed it. Hey. I was having a really shitty day. Texted my sister, and I said, like, tell me, make me feel better. I need something encouraging. And she totally delivered. She nice. like texted me back something really really nice that was like very genuine. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, and it really helped. Yeah, genius. Thanks. That's good. Yeah, thanks. What do you got? Uh, not a lot. I don't. <laughs> I've been on the genius train uh, in a while, but uh, so we're just finishing up with a lot. You know, kind of we're midway through the packing for the house and uh, Catherine Bell has just kind of been all over the place and I finally was just like, I want you to, I need you to pack something. And and she is actually kind of into the whole idea of packing something. So I gave her a Ziploc bag and made her go around the house and find all the magnets that are all over the whole house and pack them. And then I had her do some additional packing for me, like stuffing the boxes with paper. It was just like I realized I maybe should have been getting her more involved. She doesn't want to pack anything in her room, like her stuff yet. But I think it helped to have her because I really needed to get stuff done. Like yeah. I needed to be packing stuff. Right. And got to give her something. To I do. was tired well. of just putting her in front of the TV like all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was a pretty big <laughs> fail week in terms of momdom, but. And she was, like, totally into it for 15 minutes. And this was not a long-term genius moment. This was, like, a very short-term genius moment. She'll never do it again. (laughs) Uh, It collapsed 15 minutes after. (laughs) But for 15 minutes, she and I were doing this activity together. Good job. Yeah. Sometimes they can't all be life changers. (laughs) So your fail this week made me think of a genius moment of mine. I also have a dining room table that um, I was watching not only my children slowly destroy, but my husband didn't seem to um, understand you can't put stuff on a nice dining room table. Like, uh, <laughs> it is not a place to do your construction projects that should be done in the basement. It is not where you should keep a saw or permanent markers in a house with children. And one of my dogs is insistent on climbing up onto it and wanting to, like, tap dance and leak. It eats any crumbs that's on it with her toenails scratching on it. So um, the a couple weeks ago, I bought off of Etsy. I had them make an oil cloth tablecloth for it that's heavy enough so that my kids can't really, like, mess with it too much when they're eating. And it just wipes clean. Nothing soaks through. Because, and you can just spray it with a little cleaner and wipe it down, and it's good. The only thing that's stained it so far is a little bit of pollen that fell out of, like, um, a lily that was on it. But everything else is wiped off of it, and it's like a cute little pattern it's fun so i don't know i would i now think oil cloth may be um the most genius fabric ever <laughs> and i've used it to recover some chairs in my kitchen and <laughs> it's only a matter of time before i start wearing it so uh that helps and thanks for everything you do bye that is a really great it's idea. Actually a good yeah. idea. I actually, we are all about the oil cloth as well. We use yeah. it to like line our cabinets. Oh, yeah. Instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. like the normal shelf liner, yeah. the oil cloth is really cute. Thank yeah. you for the call. That good was call. A really, yeah, really I thought that was good. Idea. Yeah. Fail. Yeah. Fail. 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 Fail.
suck. Fail me. Um, <laughs> Fail me, Teresa. So I've had like some uh, a sinus congestion, which I think is very common at, <sighs> in too. the later stages of pregnancy. And it's very annoying, especially at night, but all day long, like it just feels shitty. And um, I found out that you can totally, you're not supposed to take Sudafed when you're breastfeeding because it like dries, dries yeah. you up, but you can take it when you're pregnant. What? And yeah. And so I was like super psyched about this. And I was like, I'm just going to take Sudafed every day for the rest of this pregnancy and it's going to be amazing because it works so well. Yeah. Like I'm talking about like the real Sudafed. The good stuff. Yeah. Like actually the, some of the like, like the nighttime Sudafed that's not the pseudoephedrine, yeah. that stuff is actually not safe during pregnancy, but like the straight up pseudoephedrine, like that they make meth out of, that is really? totally safe during pregnancy. And so I was, this blew my mind and I was like, this is so genius. I'm just going to take Sudafed every day. <laughs> but um, the only kind of Sudafed that we had in the house was like the 12 hour, like hardcore, like intense, like slow release, like all yeah. day. Like, and of course I felt fantastic for the first two hours. Yeah. And I could breathe really great. But by like day two of taking this stuff, I'm telling you, my unborn child was going fucking ape shit like he was like he was never asleep he was kicking he was like this poor child he was like kicking and like turning and punching and just I mean he was just moving around the clock like even at night like he wasn't sleeping in the night and was just it was all over like it was wow. just, and so I had to. It was it was yeah, horrible. I had like a few really bad. bad nights, and I, I'm talking about like I would take the 12 hour one like first thing in the morning, and oh, yeah. even at the end of the night, like when it supposedly is worn off, no, he's going bananas. The baby is still going totally bananas. Oh, yeah, so that's pretty bad. Yeah, I had to stop that's taking bad. that. You should feel great shame. <laughs> <laughs> I so Stefan was out of town this week, again prepping for move. Again, Ava's pregnant mm-hmm. and, and a great deal of discomfort. Mm-hmm. I fed Catherine Bell and I total garbage oh. all week. I mean, garbage. Oh. I mean, like, purge the fridge. Like, if it wasn't Chinese takeout, mm-hmm. it was, you know, uh, pasta every night. Or it was... Yeah, which is fine for her, but I didn't want it. So I would eat garbage. Like, like for her, hers turned out fairly decent. Like, I would do, like, chicken nuggets and some fruit, you know, like mm-hmm. or, and corn on the cob or something like that. Like, hers was a little bit better, but it was totally unpredictable every night. It was a lot of grilled cheeses, mm-hmm. two nights of grilled cheeses and, like, mm-hmm. honeydew melon that we just happened to have <laughs> in the house. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I, burp, pardon me, but I really ate the garlic. Like, there was just, like, leftover... When you open up the pasta and you're eating it and, like, the spicy sausage has no taste anymore, yeah. Yeah. it's time to just—I I did. I just took the bowl. I had, like, four bites, and, you know, and I kept eating it and was like, get up. Take this to the garbage now. <laughs> Throw it away. And I did. And then I just replaced it with four-day-old Chinese food. <laughs> and then I ate that. And it was, like, so not a meal. It was not a meal. It was the worst. Oh, um, my son is 18 months old, and he is a pretty physical guy. He, you know, why walk when you can run? And he was rumbling around the living room today as I was, you know, reading a book and kind of keeping an eye on him. And he decided to go up the stairs, and it's seven stairs. He's pretty competent, and I was like, he'll be fine. Until 
I heard two thuds and saw him falling down the wooden stairs. Um, he bounced once in the middle, landing flat on his face. Um, he is fine now. Uh, he was fine pretty quickly after, but there is a big goose egg on his forehead, um, sitting there in silent reproach for my um, laissez-faire attention. <laughs> so fail. Big fat. Fail. That's pretty bad. Yeah. You're the worst. I love the ones where you're like, where you saw the warning signs. Yeah. But just like, it'll be, a, it'll be okay. And then it's oh, not. Oh, it's never okay. <laughs> no, I've done that. I'm like, I'm just going to let Catherine Bell play in this very small, like, bucket. It'll be and fine. And she's not going to trip and fall yeah. out of it. Break nose. There, there yeah. it goes. Yeah. There it goes. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, <laughs> those, are the, those are both the best and worst types of fails. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, hang in there, Mom. You're doing all right. Yeah, it'll be okay. You're fine. It'll be okay. He he won't remember. (laughs) We will forever. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. Teresa. Yes. Let's call a mom. Great. That's such a good idea. It really is. Today, we are going to call Julie, who is the blogger of I Like Beer and Babies, which may be the most appropriately named blog for a guest that we've ever had on this show. Yeah, it's great. She nailed it. Hi, Julie. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome to One Bad Mother. We are so excited to have you on. And one of the first things we ask our guests on the show is to put us all on an even playing field on some level with our listeners (laughs) is we ask, who lives in your house? Which is our way of trying to assess the chaos level in in (laughs) each person's house. Well, I have a lot of that, that's for sure. Um, I guess the person that came first would be my obese cat that we call Fatty. And then <laughs> after her lovely entrance to my life, my husband, who I call ADD Daddy, because good Lord, that man cannot keep a thought, let alone run a vacuum at the same time. <laughs> and after we were together a while, we had our daughter, who I call the quiet contemplator, because she is a wily little fox, and she's always got to figure everything out before she jumps in. <laughs> and then we had my son, who I call the cool cucumber, because he's just a cool dude, and will pretty much go along with anything, as long as there's food involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how old are the kids now? They are trying to, I feel like so they're So my daughter to... is just getting ready to turn four, and my mm. son is just getting ready to turn two. Oh. Ah, you've nailed you've nailed our uh, Teresa and our children's age. Yeah, I have a daughter who's four, and my son is two. Yep. Oh wow! So you guys uh, know exactly what's going on. Yeah, we are. Sim- we we are each separately. know half. We each know half of what's going on. No, if we were to combine into one person, we would be you. <laughs> so if you guys babysit each other's kids for the weekend, yeah, it goes down. That's what it's like in my idea. house all the time. We keep threatening each other with that really good idea, and then it never comes to fruition. Um, I don't know why. I think once we both have babies, then we'll just both be surprising each other at Surprise, one another's at your houses. House. Like, can you just <laughs> take him for a little while? Uh, take a nap in your bed. <laughs> um, all right. So the blog there, it, it, let's, let's, I want to specifically talk about the blog. First, I want to talk about 
uh, the origin for the blog itself. I like beer and babies. Um, I and I personally also like beer and babies. Uh, probably That's a majority good. of our listeners uh, like that combo as well. And I, I'm wondering, uh, where where did you get the idea? It's it's a very non traditional sort of title for a mom blog, as it were. Um, after I had my daughter, I read a lot of blogs, but I just kind of found that everybody was a little hoity-toity about parenting and a little right. unrealistic, and they would kind of show you what they thought that they wanted people to know, and I realized that there's no fucking way that that's actually what's happening behind closed doors. <laughs> so I wanted to start a blog that was realistic and talked about, you know, the literal and figurative shit that goes down in <laughs> parenting every day and how much beer you need to drink to tolerate it. Well, that's it, but I think that's just it, is that I think going ahead and putting right out there, I mean, I don't think... I like millions of moms would be like uncomfortable even saying they're going to title it beer and babies. You know, I mean, they even put beer in the same name as babies. Yet we, a lot of us all enjoy the mommy's little helper as it were. You know <laughs> we right? still, and, and that doesn't mean that we don't enjoy being moms. That's right. Still, it doesn't negate yeah, the yeah. mom thing. Yeah. We and still I, want to talk about really annoying mom, like <laughs> insular mom related, like diapers and whatever. And it's not, like, I like to be blackout drunk with babies. Right. Like <laughs> <and babies. laughs> big, big difference. <laughs> well, so you started the blog, and then here's the thing about here's the thing I know about blogging. Uh, it's a big commitment. You have to. That it is. How Good do you Lord. find time to do that with? I mean, with the one child, you can kind of retrospectively look back and be like, "That was a lot easier." <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, but at the time it feels like you can't do anything with just one kid, and then you have two. How do you find time to balance and get the writing done, and work, and, yeah, and a job, and a job, yeah. and husband, and life, and cats, and big fat cats? How do you do that? Exactly. I also work uh, full time. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it's kind of been my outlet, my therapy. It's been like the place that kind of helps me balance everything out. Mm. So when I have like a shitty day, it's to tell a funny story or just to vent how crazy life has been. It's been somewhere that kind of helps me balance out regular life. So I've made it where it's not a stressful situation and it's something that if it gets done, it gets done. And if not, it doesn't. I don't like force myself to write, you know, every single day at this time of day. Right. It's just something that has really been uh, a good outlet for me. And I think it's definitely been a good outlet to other moms. They've emailed me and Facebooked me and everybody's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I had a horrible day. It's good <laughs> to hear your life is nuts too. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, you got a great segment on there called The Confessional. <laughs> Which, but The Confessional is so good because it seems to be giving people that opportunity. What I mean, like, where'd that come from? Have you found it therapeutic for yourself? Um, in the beginning, when I was going to go on maternity leave with my son, I wanted to have something to say during that time, but yeah. nothing that was like pressure. So for a while before that, I was just trying to think of all the things that I've done that are just completely embarrassing and that I would hope nobody ever would find out about. So I, of course, put it on the Internet immediately because <laughs> I wanted to make sure everybody found out that, you know, I've crapped my pants twice and uh, I've passed out in someone's yard in a bikini who I didn't know and woke up by sprinklers. Like, why wouldn't you want people to know that? That's good stuff. That's like resume building right there. Right. So <laughs> at first it was kind of filler and then it turned into things where everybody else was like, here's this asshole thing that I did I want everybody to know about. <laughs> but uh, it's been great and I really enjoy it. And unfortunately I've had less things that I've done that are horribly embarrassing lately, so it's really not giving me a lot of content. I'm really hoping to uh, <laughs> fall into 
something soon. I'm something sure horrible. <laughs> well, enjoy your enjoy your smooth ride as it mm-hmm. is, because I'm <laughs> sure it will end soon, <laughs> as all good rides do. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Let's can we can we yeah can we go ahead Teresa yeah so I'm curious about the beer aspect of this so how how into beer are you? Um, I like it. I'm nowhere near a beer snob. I also prefer boxed wine, which is also delicious. <laughs> so really, anything that will uh, come my way that is alcoholic in form, I'm not really that picky. Okay. I couldn't really tell you the difference between hops and barley and all that junk, but it sure is delicious. <laughs> do, you, do you get like, do you get, have you gotten crazy letters from people who are like, how dare you say beer, babies? How dare you support drinking and swearing and babies? And I mean, have you gotten like, do you get crazy or do people, or do the crazies just say, oh, we know what this blog's about. We're going to move on. You know what I mean? Like... I have been really lucky and not gotten a lot of crazy people out of the woodwork. I've gotten one negative comment in my entire, what, two years doing this. And it was just something completely, you know, just a crazy, funny post that was obviously a joke. And someone said, you're going to be a bad mom. I said, correction, I'm already a bad mom. Maybe you need to do research because I already had one child. I just happened to be pregnant with another. And then immediately all of my fans are like, who are you? Is this what it's called? So I never even have to worry about the crazies because the people who uh, read my blog are amazing and they actually will come out to defend me before I even have a chance to uh, hit the keyboard. For people who start like kind of funny release, stress release blogs, they don't, always provide actual good insight. Yours actually provides, I find, some very good insight, uh, which, as moms, it can be helpful. We we clearly here try and promote that we provide no great insight. But <laughs> yours, yours actually does. And I actually came upon one of your recent posts uh, that really tied into what I'm going through right now, and I wanted to see how this was working out. So your kids are kind of going through a you know, my Southern term is ugly phase, where it's a lot of backtalk. It's a lot of negating, especially around chores or activities or when they're being asked to do something. And it does feel weird to be like, my four-year-old's backtalking me, but it's exactly what they're doing. You know, there's like, there's no question. You are purposely not doing what I'm asking you to do. Yes. And it, it is, makes you... It, it you I believe you guys said it was making you uh, like lose your marbles. Oh yes. <laughs> and you started a marble jar, like reward system for good behavior. You know, and you see the super nanny do this every once in a while. <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, but does that work? So <laughs> tell I like you. So I'm I'm coming to you for advice, and that is I want you to tell me how did you, what did you do to deal with your kids being jerks and uh and is it in fact working now that you've been doing it for a while um we got to an age with my daughter she is unfortunately and fortunately incredibly smart which yeah. most of the time means she is smarter than me um they and wanted she would, to like you say back talk and do everything you yeah. know whatever you said if you say hi she says no like whatever you were saying it would be the opposite of that so my husband is actually a teacher, and uh, they do a marble jar at school, mm. and I decided let's just give it a try at home. So I went to the Dollar Tree and got two Dollar uh, glass jars and a stack of marbles and told her that, you know, every time she did something good, we would reward her, and as soon as all of them got filled up, she would get something special, and she did it, and she every day is super excited to get them, and she actually is less of a jerk. It's amazing. It was the $3 that was uh, changed the world, I guess. And it really, so it really works. 
It really completely <laughs> did, I promise. I, so. We're actually already through our first treat and into the second treat, and it still works. That's amazing. Whoa. It's amazing to so me. So simple. It is. It seems really this simple. This too can be yours, Biz. No, never. <laughs> I didn't have to do any crazy Pinterest crafting to do it. Yeah. <laughs> this better have a whole Pinterest page dedicated to it now, though. This yeah. better. This better. Otherwise, how do you know it's real? Uh, in the world yeah, of parenting. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, this was just like, so I, again, I, you, you do, you also do uh, sort of an advice question, you know, an advice column as well for people to write in. Do you find, and you, and you do uh, back that up by saying that you probably shouldn't be giving people advice, but do you find yeah. that actually you are, are you, I find this interesting with advice givers, especially with moms and especially with non-professional advice givers, as it were. Again, as you are going through people's different circumstances and situations that they're bringing to you, do you find it insightful for you? Like, what do you get out of it uh, a little bit in terms of advice giving? Um, you do always get someone back because it kind of makes you stop and think. Often when you're in those situations, you're just like, I have no idea what to do. You're right. completely lost your mind. You're halfway drunk because Jesus Christ is the only thing you can do to fix the problem <laughs> at the time. And you just don't know what to do to back yourself out of it and look at the situation. So when someone asks you a question, point blank, and you're not in that situation, it's easier for you to stand back and say, okay, if my kid is hitting their brother, what would I do if I were someone else? So you can kind of get mm-hmm. out of your own shell and think about what would actually be smart and not just, holy crap, I have no idea what to do. Like, let's just give these kids up for adoption. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. That's a really good point. I do think there's something about stepping back when it's not happening to you at the moment. Because I get... Could... <laughs> I can always tell other people what to do with their kids. <laughs> uh, and then like, it's so like hard to then apply it to myself and my own life. So that, that is definitely a helpful insight uh, with that. Yeah. Um, well, Julie, we just want to thank you so much for joining us. This has been no great. No problem. Thanks for having me. And we encourage everybody to check out I Like Beer and Babies. It is not only very funny and very honest, it really does provide some wonderful insight and I ideas in handling two kids and I know that Teresa and I will be there constantly with our new two child scenarios <laughs> that are about to that are probably happening at this very moment uh, in the future push. And, push, yes. <laughs> yeah what do you want on your playlist Viz while you're pushing I, clearly I want to listen to my own show Yuck. <laughs> oh, nothing awkward about that oh my god that sounds <laughs> like my worst nightmare worst nightmare um <laughs> Julie, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And we will uh, hopefully talk to you soon and definitely see you online. Awesome. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. 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 you describe Throwing Shade, the podcast that we do? Well, Aaron, my, my co-host, I would say that we take lady issues and gay issues and treat them with much less respect than they deserve because, let's be honest, we really don't have very much respect for each other. We don't respect anything. I don't, I'm not even wearing pants. No, I'm very ashamed of your body and mine. One of these days, we are going to have a mom on this show that we do not enjoy, but today is not that day. No, and we, another <laughs> success. I know. I really 
really like her. I really like her blog. I, you know, we need to start like a like a one bad mother blog role. That's just like yeah. this is where to go. Yeah, this is where you got to go to hear the voice that you're you're looking for that you don't think you can find yeah, online. Let's do that. Let's get motivated and do that right now. I also wish that we could, like, I know, because we don't have anything else going on. I just, I wish we could have, like, I wish we could have, like, a regular meetup with everyone. I know. I know. These are all like, hang out with everyone. Like, listeners, too. I mean, like. Yeah, I think think we got a mom con coming up. A bad bad mother conference happening two to three years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, but I, I do. I think, you know, yeah, I agree. I agree because I think to have everybody in one place, mm-hmm. just having a good time, mm-hmm. bring your fucking kids. Sure, I don't care. No, you can. Totally as a matter of fact, kids. as a matter of fact, I'm gonna look funny. I'm gonna judge you if you don't bring your kids. <laughs> that chaos level at an event like that needs to be ramped up. Yeah, Better we need to take over a max fun like boat cruise. Just yeah. a fuckload of moms. Oh yeah, with like three year olds. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's just do it. all. <laughs> well. We liked Julie a great deal. Yep. We recommend that you go check out her site. I like beer and babies. I, I like both beer and babies and look forward to having both <laughs> very soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, the whole beer helps you lactate. Dark beer. You've heard that? I think it's been debunked. Shh. <laughs> I would still have a beer, though. Shh. Or a glass of wine. It's okay. It Every helps. once in a while, it's okay. I think if you combine beer and breastfeeding, you definitely can't get pregnant. I think that is what you were thinking of. Yeah. You know what helps me <laughs> not get pregnant again or what? serves as a form of birth control? What? Listening to a mom have a total oh, breakdown. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm, I want to just complain about <laughs> body fluids. I was warned about babies. I expected it with the babies, the poop and the pee and the spit up and the throw up. And now my youngest is two. And I'm just looking for the light at the end of the tunnel, the release from the constant need to clean up body fluids. My five-year-old, you know, he's six now, he can't keep track, he's so tired. He just, in the middle of his flag football game on Sunday, just urinated all over himself in the middle of the game. And I had to go to the car and clean him with baby wipes and find new clothes. And it just every single day, the amount of time I spend cleaning up body fluids like today i just picked up the four-year-old from preschool and i've got the two-year-old and I need to come home and make lunch and i clean the table before i left and i walk in the door and there's this liquid all over the table and i'm getting so so seasoned at body fluids that i can tell from the spray pattern that it is chihuahua pee that it, this is what it oh looks God. like when my chihuahua is sprayed like a splatter everywhere and so instead of like being all prepared and ready to serve the kids. I had to, you know, clean and disinfect the dining room table from the stupid child because I forgot to put him in his crate. Oh, excuse me, my two-year-old right now is sticking his hockey stick knowing and in the dog water and getting it all over himself. Is there any account of body fluid? I mean, technically, because it's a dog slided and I'm going to have to clean him and disinfect the hockey stick and I still haven't even gotten lunch on the table yet. Just the amount of body fluids and just I feel like I should schedule a time with every three hours I should allot fifteen to twenty minutes for the cleaning of some type of body fluid off of surfaces, off of people, off of toys. Just it's just disgusting and, and body fluid doesn't even bother me that much. I believe in the power of soap 
act like I don't mind coming in contact with it or cleaning it. I mind just the sheer amount of time. Like, I could have a hobby, you know, or, 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 or spend more time with the kids. Like, I could literally spend more time with my children, cook healthier food. There are, there are goals I could accomplish if I did not have to clean up so much body fluid. And I know it's all about personal choices. I chose to have two dogs and a cat with reflux. Oh, there's a baby friend, so I have to go. Thank you for the podcast. Oh, that's my that's my uh, cue. Bye bye. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hang in there. Yeah. And my fa- I gotta tell you, my favorite really part funny. of that rant is where she's like, "I could have a hobby." Yeah. I could have a hobby. The reason she can't have, have a, a hobby, hobby is because of a body majority fluid. of her time yeah. is due to cleaning <laughs> a body fluid. Oh my god. Seems like it's mostly pee. It seems like we're it's really a, talking about pee, but it's just urine. a lot, a, a lot, lot of, of different people and animals, animals. constantly peeing. Yeah, in their house. and in the wrong places. Just in the, they're just not kid. doing it in the proper receptacles. When that dog is dead and that last kid is like seven, you just redo the whole fucking house. You better put a jar aside. Everybody, fluid you clean, you put somebody in, and then you just re-rip all the flooring up. Yep. And redo the whole damn house. <laughs> you deserve it. Hang in there, Mom. You are doing a really, really good job. A really job. good job. A really good job. Yeah. And uh, I don't, you know, I... Uh, and you're really funny. And you're fucking hilarious. Because that is one of my favorite rants to date. All right. So this week, uh, what did we learn? <laughs> Not a lot about birth control, that's for sure. And once again, we probably learned way too much about biz. Please ignore anything I said about having an oops baby. That's not going to happen. Ever. I love how you picked the one, like, <laughs> insightful, yeah. truthful, honest moment from the whole show. And you said, this is the thing that I'm you gonna should negate just it. forget. Just forget, forget the one honest moment of the show. That's right. The show's not about brutal honesty. Oops. <laughs> We learned that beer and babies go very well together. Yeah. And we learned that our wonderful guest, Julie, has a great blog you should go check out. Uh, we learned that children produce a lot of liquid all the time. And... We're all tired of cleaning it up. Oh, we're all tired of fucking doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Everybody's doing a good job. Yes. You're doing At a good job. At your darkest hour. Yes. You're doing a good job, I swear. <laughs> Teresa? Yes. You are doing a good job now, and I bet that in the future, uh-huh. when the show airs... Future Teresa? Future, Dear future Teresa, <laughs> you are doing a good job. Thank you. Pushing a baby out? Pushing a baby out. <laughs> or loving a baby. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're doing a great job now and in the future, too, Biz. <laughs> Both involve a lot of crying and belching. Uh, So everybody hang in there, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. 
We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down Mama's Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.